really important to try to build fun into the day because they don't have recess right now. So we're, we're their recess. So the kids and I have been playing a lot of cards um, while we eat lunch. We had a dinner one night that ended in a food fight, which was something we've never done on before. But. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Positively Joy, a podcast on searching for the light in all seasons of life around us. We look for God in the everyday and choose joy even in the hard times. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and I'd love for you to become a part of our online podcast family. And join our Positively Joy community on Facebook. Visit PositivelyJoy.com for previous episodes and to check out our cool merch. And listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go for podcasts. We drop episodes Monday and Thursday. It may be 2021 and some of us are already getting our vaccines, but there are still quite a few of us who are either doing some work from home or partially doing that. And our students, certainly our kids are at home and they're going to school online. And so the family dynamic has changed over the last year. And I actually talked to two marriage and family experts Last year, kind of in the throes of the pandemic, I thought it would be good to air this episode now because we're still going through it. So if you have a husband or a wife that you are seeing more than ever, (laughs) or if you have kids that you don't know what to do with, this show is for you. In this time of the pandemic and basically being restricted to our homes to some degree or to a greater degree, we're not used to being around our family as much, some of us, or being around our spouse as much as we are now. And for some people, that could be a great thing. For other people, it could be a little different, a little different experience. And so I thought today it would be really good to talk about marriage and families. And I have two great guests with me today. I have Deborah Boyette, who is a marriage mentor for your center, Peace, and Peace is P-E-A-C-E. And also, I have the CEO of and the founder of that organization, Brooke Powers. Ladies, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad to have you. And full transparency, Deborah and I worked together in journalism many, many, many moons ago. It's been a while. <laughs> Um, but it's really great to see you again. And um, I love what you're doing now. So let's talk a little bit about your centerpiece and about marriage support today. Um, tell us a little bit about what the organization is, how it got started, and what you are doing to support marriages and families. Who would like to go? Okay, I'll go with that. Um, All right, thank you, Brooke. Yes, you're welcome. And thank you again for having us here. So Your Centerpiece was really founded out of my personal quiet time, and um, the Lord just really pressed it on me to create something where we could reach couples, regardless of their faith background, with important steps that some couples are fortunate enough to have in the church, and to do that pre-marriage program, because My husband and I, we didn't have it, and we really struggled our first year of marriage, 
And I just didn't want anybody else to go through that. So God really pressed on me to create something that anybody could have access to. And that is how your centerpiece was birthed. And that um, came about in 2013, the vision for it. Um, we became a 501c3 in June of 2015. Now, fast forward five years, we've been mentoring. We've worked with 163 couples over these last five years, preparing them for the journey of marriage. And today, uh, we just rolled out marriagesupport.today. And we found that to be really important because people need help right now. And they're not always ready to jump into a relationship with another couple that can be a little bit intimidating. And so we have almost like a self-help website um, broken down into the six areas of marriage that couples struggle with the most, finances, intimacy, budgeting, parenting, healthy boundaries, and communication and conflict resolution. So that is a really quick story of how we got started and, and where we are today. So it sounds like you touched married or couples on the front end, even as they're going into their relationship or getting married, but then you also support them once they are married. Is that correct? Absolutely. Our vision as an organization is to strengthen marriages and families everywhere. And we've been doing it through marriage mentoring and partnering with Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott in Seattle, Washington, and using their curriculum. And so we were working with couples from South, South Africa to couples right here in North Carolina and throughout the United States. Um, but we really didn't have like a follow-up program for them. And so our amazing board of directors who could not have known we were going to have a pandemic this year, um, came up with the idea of putting all the resources online and making them available for people. So that's where we came up with the marriage support dot today. So Deborah, I imagine uh, once they are married and they have some, either some needs or um, need some support, that's when they get involved with you, a mentor. Can you tell me how that works? Okay, actually, um, we try to get to the couples before they get married. So while they're engaged, they go through um, the marriage mentoring. At first, they fill out a SIMBIS, which is an online survey, and each um, the partners fill it out individually. And there are um, sections that go or ask them questions about faith, communication, finance, their expectations for marriage, and some other topics. And then when, after they fill it out, um, it is assessed. And then I get a copy, my husband and I, and we meet with the couple. And the mentoring comes in where we go through the Simbus. And the Simbus is several pages long, I think maybe 16 or so. And we go through each topic. And the important thing about that is we get the couples to talk while we're um, talk about these different topics. Mm. Um, so what kind of topics are they? So um, we'll ask, we talk about communication, about how they communicate with each other. We talk about finances and that is where um, each person talks about their history of finance, like some of them might have debt and the other might not. One might be a saver. The other might go out and, and have to have the newest um, 
tech gadgets. So we talk about those things and it's best if we talk about them on the front end before they get married so they know what to expect later from each other. That's important. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes it is. I imagine children might be another topic, the expectations. Exactly. We do talk about that, about children. Sometimes um, maybe one partner has children from a previous relationship. So we'll talk about some about that and how um, just how the person who doesn't have children, how they feel about that, how they would get along with it. And then also knowing that there is another adult in the relationship when that happens. So you have the um, the birth or natural parents, mother and father, and now maybe there's another person who will be a part of that family. So that's also very important to talk about. Right. You know, Brooke, this sounds familiar to me, and I'll tell you why. You know, I think some religions actually have a program like this. I remember, particularly in the Catholic Church, I was raised Catholic, there's marriage encounters where the you know, you know, people would get together with the priest and they would talk about that. But but I know that you uh, welcome people from all faith backgrounds. Can you talk a little bit about how that might work into their belief system? Yes, absolutely. So when they take this survey online, they're answering the questions that are presented before them. And so what's really nice about that is that it's not intimidating. They're, they're free to answer how how they really feel. And then our mentor couples are walking them through their answers. And this might be the first time they talk as a couple about their faith. You know, do they want to volunteer? Do they want to give to charity or tithe them? Do they want to pray together? So um, in our area, 80% of couples, uh, young couples don't attend church. Eight zero eighty percent. So we really needed to come up with a program that was going to meet the couple right where they were and match them with happily married mentor couples to show them what a thriving relationship was looking like. Wow! Wow! That's that's a surprising number, maybe even shocking. Now I'm in Oklahoma and we're in the Bible Belt, and it seems like that's a very very high number. <laughs> And I imagine it's different in every municipality, but, um, but yeah, so, so this program is going to, you know, find a way in where perhaps if they're not going, you know, actively going to a church or part of a faith system, um, you know, they would, they can find this and, and have this as a resource. Yeah, and what we would love about it, it's uh, the same curriculum that a pre-marriage counselor uses for the most part. Um, it's the number one pre-marriage prep assessment in the world right now. And so they're really getting a very solid research-based curriculum to walk through that they've answered themselves. And um, to have a mentor couple who's kind of been there, done that, and still happy is just such a source of encouragement for them. Oh, absolutely. Tell me about yourself and your family and have you experienced anything like this? Uh, I'll go first. My husband and I recently retired. Mm -hmm. So my husband retired um, over a year ago, and I just retired in January. Congratulations to you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. So um, we would have been at home anyway, but our plan had been to do some traveling. Mm -hmm. 
So rather than being out traveling and going out to lunch with friends and each of us doing our own thing, we're at home more. So that's, it's been, um, it's been interesting. (laughs) So, so I think one of the important things for us is we still try to have uh, times that we just go off and do our own thing. Whereas in the past, there are some errands that we might have done together. Now, maybe he'll go by himself to do some errands and I'll stay home or vice versa. That way we still get that time to ourselves. But um, other than that, we, I mean, we have always enjoyed talking to each other. And so we've had plenty of time to do that. (laughs) Brooke, what about you? Well, I am a mom of two boys, a 10 and 12 year old. And so now I'm doing proctoring. I'm not going to call myself a teacher because I do have wonderful teachers online, but I am there checking in with them first thing in the morning before we have a lunch. And then our setup is when my husband comes home, he's a physician's assistant. So when he comes home, he gets to do the final check on the homework. So that's a big deal for families that are um, have kids at home and we're doing the online school thing. Um, never had I ever wanted to do something like this. And it, it's got, definitely got growing pains. We're, we're still trying to fit our groove, but we're three weeks in this this spring or fall um, with school already because we started already. But um, then from my husband and my perspective, you know, it's a, it's a hard balance because I work full time. He works full time. He's in the thick of it with doing COVID positive testing um, at his clinic. That oh, he works in. Yes. And so for me, I, I would normally be out meeting with our champions and um, sitting down for coffee, just one on one with them. And, and most of them are in their late 50s to 70s. And so I'm, I'm not meeting with them face to face. So it's been a big change. It's been a lot of um, Zoom meetings and and me locking the door for when I'm on calls so the kids don't barge in. So it's been a change. I, I would say the silver lining for our relationship is we found a really fun online dance um, subscription. It's called Show Her Off. If I can put a plug for them, it's really good. It's like a, a guided date. So when we can choose our date night whenever and, and learn how to dance together. So that's okay, so it's called Show Her Off. Show her off. Okay. All right. We'll have to check, we'll have to check that out. My husband's not much of a dancer, so we'll see. <laughs> it's real nice. Like I, I have two left feet, and I'm following so far. So okay, it, it's good. Are you going to try it? I, well, I would love to. My husband does not dance. <laughs> I try. I tried um, very early in our marriage to initiate a Friday Friday night dance night. Friday night dance party, it was a no go. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been talking about what we have experienced, and of course now um, I work at a university. Monday's my first day. We know we have another semester of this. Um, at least we'll have to see, right? So if you were to give some tips to couples or families about just how to keep their relationship um, together. <laughs> During, during this time, um, what would they do? Mine would be, I think, to 
remember that you are still individuals and it's okay if you want to have some time to yourself. If you like, for example, um, I love reading and I have a screened porch and that's my sanctuary. So there are times when I go there by myself and read a book or take a nap (laughs) or just listen to the birds. Mm-hmm. And my husband might be inside, you know, on the computer, you know, doing his social media thing. So that's OK. And then but also make sure you find um, things that you can do together. Like sometimes we'll watch, we'll play Scrabble. Um, we might pick a documentary on TV and we'll watch it together. He suggested recently that we get some popcorn so we can have a movie night and have popcorn at home. So I guess I would say you are individuals. Take that time to yourself, but also spend some quality time with your partner. Mm. I know you certainly can't talk about individual cases, um, but have you found that relying on a couple space um, has, has helped? Or do you have, um, you know, a situation where, you know, relying on your faith has helped either counsel or helped a couple? Um, did you want me to ask for that, Brooke? Yes, Deborah, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, I think that couples who do where faith is an important part of their lives, then definitely, um, I think their faith has helped them. Um, I did, we did have one couple who they were both, you know, very, um, there were Christians and their faith was very important in their lives. And during our conversations, you know, that came up fairly frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know if they talked about prayer or different ways that they were or different things that they were using to try to to foster that togetherness? Yeah, I think um, prayer was an important part of that. And I also say that for my husband and I, it's been very important, too. We don't um, like have a set prayer time every day. But um, when we um, pray before our meals, we usually use that time to um, to pray about other things. And we also um, I think early in the pandemic, we went, we uh, use the Bible app, which has some devotionals, some couples devotionals. So we did uh, two or three of those. And that was very helpful for us to just kind of center ourselves and remember that we are not in this. We are not in this alone, that we do have uh, God to help us in our relationships. Mm. And you talked about not being alone. And I know I know that's hard for people now. Uh, in many cases, um, we are feeling more alone. Sometimes we can't see our family members, especially if we have older family members who are in nursing facilities. Um, um, so how difficult do you think, how difficult is it for us to find joy in the middle of this pandemic and can relying, or I should say, how can relying on our faith help us? I think it can be very difficult. And even though I you know, have my faith to lean on, if I'm not careful, I can find myself starting to get, you know, maybe not depressed, but just, you know, feeling sad and wondering when is this all going to end? Is it ever going to end? And so um, just remembering that I have somewhere to turn has been very helpful for me. Thank you. That's great. 
Yeah, I used to say from the family perspective is, um, especially when you have kids home for, for those that are listening that have kids at home, it's really important to try to build fun into the day because they don't have recess right now. So we're, we're their recess. So the kids and I have been playing a lot of cards um, while we eat lunch. We had a dinner one night that ended in a food fight, which was something we've never done on before. We ate outside on the patio and it was, I mean, we were laughing and then it turned into a water fight and it was just great fun. So um, just trying to be a little bit ridiculous because they don't have that silly outlet at school. Like we're, we're it. So um, try to try to remember what it's like to be a kid um, and, and just go for it and be ridiculous and and that's going to bring joy you know <laughs> that creativity and, re- and silliness so i love it i love it that's great um so brooke uh what are your what are your next plans for the organization yeah so it's a hard time to make plans um but what we're gonna go keep going one step at a time and um i'm personally just trusting the lord to provide so that we can do what we set out to do and so we've launched the marriage support today that just happened in june so to continue to grow and share the word um, about that resource for people and then we want to create more quizzes that people can take and as a, like a little assessment and then they can go to the site and get enrichment so you can also find us on instagram at marriage support today and you'll start seeing new little quizzes that you can take on there and then it will point you to resources that you can use to help you right now today with maybe an area that you're struggling in for example boundaries people are really struggling with healthy boundaries right now with their spouse being home and their kids barging in their door. And so there's some great tips out there um, to help people in this pandemic with knowing when to say no and, and, and good yeses and, and having those good, healthy boundaries. Well, that's great. So if someone is listening and they would like more information, uh, they should go to marriage support dot today um, for lots of resources. And then also your Instagram feed. That's right. Okay, great. And if they want more one-on-one or if they'd like to talk to someone or even get a mentor, is that is that locally or can someone else? Almost all mentor meetings are happening over Zoom. We've worked with couples all over the world. Well, great. Well, great. Is there anything else you'd like to mention? Well, um, just just to keep in mind, too, that this is an incredibly stressful time for relationships. And so to piggyback off of um, some of the tips that Deborah said about having her space, I think that's so important and and still coming together for that shared time of activity. So one of the things that my husband and I are trying to lean into is really this idea of empathy. And I say an idea because I, I, I don't know how many people get it, that there's a difference between empathy and sympathy. Um, we have a great video on our website about that. Um, but really trying to be in his shoes with, you know, 40 patients a day that he's swabbing for COVID. Him in my shoes going, yeah, you know what? Like we're out of funds at the nonprofit. And so we're not going to be able to pay salaries in a couple of months. So, you know, just really understanding that this is really stressful and um, we're doing the best that we can and trying to show up in our relationship with not 
breadcrumbs, the leftovers, but still making time for each other and our kids um, and trying to show up with some joy <laughs> to give each other. Thank you. Deborah. anything else? Um, uh, yes. Just try to remember, I would say, just try to remember that just because you're locked in the house together, it's not all bad. <clears throat> we are mentoring a couple who um, they told us that they were having a difficult time, a somewhat of a difficult time. And this is a couple who's already married, but they had not spent that much time together. They both traveled a lot in their jobs. But now with the pandemic and they're both working from home, they have actually seen an improvement in their relationship. So I thought that was very, it was very, uh, it was surprising to me, but also a, a nice thing to hear. Very encouraging that you can actually spend more time together and not get sick of each other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very encouraging. Well, ladies, thank you so much. I so appreciate you um, being here and, and telling our listeners um, just how to improve family relations and couple relations. It's so important, right? It's, it's important all the time, but it just seems like it's so much more important right now. So, um, so keep up the good work and, and, and fighting the good fight. I know it's, it's difficult, Brooke, as you said, with resources right now, but, but thanks for all that you do. Oh, thank you. And for anybody who's listening and, and just loves being married, you know, we are always looking for couples to be marriage mentors. And um, it's a blessing to be a marriage mentor because as you're pouring out into this couple, it's really coming back around to you and, and you're learning the principles and, you know, you're having to apply the same principles in your own relationship. Otherwise, you're going to be a hypocrite. So it's a good refresher to be walking these young couples through these really foundational principles to having a healthy marriage. And so if anybody's listening to that, um, they can contact me through the website and I'd be really happy to, to talk with them more about marriage mentoring and, and becoming a mentor. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, thank you, ladies, and thank you for listening today to Positively Joy. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed or followed the podcast, please do, or go to www.positivelyjoy and sign up for our mailing list to receive our monthly newsletter. Thanks, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, kiss your husband and your kids if you have them, uh, and farewell for now. <laughs>